Later, we go to Nell's, and then the Zulu Lounge, and then we end up at our place, but it's too small, and the prep says he's still got this suite over at the Stanhope. He can't afford to pay the bill, so he keeps staying on. So we go over there, it's getting toward dawn by now, and Jeannie takes up a collection and makes a run over to Emile's place. The party goes on for two days. Some of the people disappear eventually, some come back the second night. Two guys from this Australian rock band drop by for nine or ten hours, and Emile shows up with fresh supplies. I guess we must have called him. Francesca keeps coming and going, trying to rescue me. At one point, she offers to take me shopping at Bergdorf's with her dad's credit card, but me and Everett hold down the fort, sitting in the middle of the floor going, I can't believe somebody else feels that way. Wow, I thought I was the only person in the world who felt like that. And him telling me about Rebecca and me talking about Dean while I burn holes in the upholstery of the Louis Cathouse chairs. We just can't talk fast enough to free up all these great thoughts we're having. Great minds sink alike, right? So at some point I ask Everett if he knows the three great lies. I tell him the first two while he sits there nodding like a guru or something, with like the intense calm that only the truly crazed and manic can fake. Then I say to him, so what's the third? That's easy, he said. The third lie is I love you. And I'm thinking, wow, of course, that's it. And we have to phone in booze and cigarettes from this deli over on Lex because they've cut off our room service and I try to call my dad, but I can never get him. And I remember something about the management saying we would have to leave, but we shine them on, basically. And after that, I don't know. I think I got hysterical at some point. Maybe I tried to jump out the window? Suddenly it seemed like the thing to do. Anyway, somewhere in the depths of my delirium, tremendous, I have this flash of sanity that says I am in bad trouble and I remember this thing in my wallet. So at some point when old Everett is draining his toxins, I dig through my purse and then my wallet and finally come up with a card, which is tucked up behind the change purse with all these napkin fragments with the names and numbers of all the boys I never called. And I crawl over to the phone and call out, Call this number. The last four digits spell out HELP on the dial. I think after that I talk to my father. I'm not sure. But anyway, eventually a doctor comes over to the suite. I don't really remember. And now I'm in a place in Minnesota, under sedation, dreaming the white dreams about snow falling endlessly in the North Country, making the landscape disappear, dreaming about long white rails that disappear over the horizon like railroad tracks to the stars, like when I used to ride and was anorexic and I'd starve myself and all I would ever dream about was food. There are horses at the far end of the pasture outside my window. I watch them through the bars.